A secure case for phones, credit cards, and cash. Welcome to another Textonation interview. I'm Fred Fishkin. With us from Solo Secure is CEO Nate Remanathan. Thanks for joining us, Nate. Nice meeting you, Fred. Well, tell us about Solo Secure and what you are doing. Solo Secure was born out of uh, this the, the, the weirdest thought about technology not in safety products. That was the basic idea my co-founder Aisha came up with uh, two years ago. She was thinking about it. Why is technology not as pervasive as other places uh, in, in hardware products, right? Uh, that's where it started with. And it started with this, this uh, little device. Uh, it's, it seems small, but this has uh, so much technology involved with it. And it is, it, is a, it is a pocket knife. That was her original idea. From there, where we are right now, we have pivoted and grown and expanded in the IoT field a lot in the last year. So uh, to start with, um, technology is ever growing. And right now we are in the world of Internet of Things and connected devices. Uh, for some reason, we never thought about our old devices like pocket knife or anything else that needs technology. Uh, it's a hard to break because 5,000 year old knife, you don't want to. At the same time, we were looking at a person is moving solo these days a lot more than they were doing. And also the internet has opened our world to think, right? Safety is there, just assume it, let's move forward. We have information, we have the mobile phone. So go solo movement started. In that process came this idea, right? Yeah, a girl who's gonna college or a guy who's gonna college first time out of home, I wanna be out, right? Go solo. Now, okay. Now I need my wallet, I need my phone. We always go without uh, the wallet. We cannot go without our phone. That was the premises we came to. Okay, then Apple put product on the back of the phone. Everybody has this little thing. The problem we saw was oh, everything is false. Why can't we put a little gadget that can hold it? This came out of one of our co-founders idea. She was, yeah, you're talking about go solo. We are putting all these hardware, but me as a female do not have a pocket in my dress. I still need my license. We are not quite there to put the license on the app. Still places take cash. I need a place to hold it. Just, I can take my phone and go. That was the birth of this. And this comes out of the Bluetooth technology, 5G, all the connectivity. So how our case works is very simple. It is, it is your wallet right behind your phone case and it holds your basic needs, your one credit card, your license or ID for a school kid and some cash. And it is, it is secured through your biometrics on your phone and it connects through uh, Bluetooth uh, directly with 5G depending upon the version. Now, when you wanna open, we have a hard button, you push the button, it authenticates who you are, either through your facial recognition, biometric fingerprint or your passcode. It opens. It's all very fast. We had it at CES. It was just amazing how fast this works. And then it's it's with you all the time. So anywhere somebody goes, all they need is their phone, right? So that's that's the premises of it. And from there on, we have developed a lot of other technologies that's continued to evolve. Uh, we have a very strong team in the IoT field. So this integrates with with an app, right? Yes. And you're also using AI to some extent. Tell, tell us about that. So we, so the app is the center of our application. Uh, if you want it, it's, it's a three prong. There is data. There's too much data at this point. 
And then there's uh, our app, which is a user-facing app, which kind of goes into the world internet and just gets everything from the internet, scrapes it, puts relevance. And then the user use our app to daily navigate through safety issues. And then also it provides them a educational tool for knowing everything about safety. If you look at it, it is not just throwing that at you. <clears throat> hey, there is a crime here. There's a package thief here. It's not relevant to you. It's your goal is to be not to be at a wrong place at a wrong time. And if you can get alerted, you can avoid it. Avoiding is the best thing. So our premises uh, relies on educating. And then all these devices, what are they doing? They are providing data to our system. So there's internet source data and IoT devices, wherever our device is being used, it makes people easy to pull in data with anonymity and they can put their information. Most people wanna just pass on their information without, without any, any other publication because you don't wanna be knowing that you're, you're just tattling on people. And the other side of it is the uh, pulling in the intelligence. So when the data comes into it, it's just raw. So as our AI engine starts churning in the data, it's putting relevance where you are, what time this crime has happened. For example, you are going into a restaurant at six o'clock, perfectly normal, uh, world is running perfect, but you are in the restaurant for five hours with the friends and everything else. Now everybody's going. When you park the car, it was a perfectly all right area because there were a lot of movement. 10 o'clock, not so much. If when you are starting to move, if the app can warn you, hey, this is a high crime time, just watch out and stuff. You're watching your phone and trying to uh, look on your Facebook or TikTok video as you walk the car, you will be alert. Okay, you got warned. So it is about the location, the time, everything. So that's where the intelligence comes in and all our devices connected. And it also has this, the main feature of SOS. <clears throat> so we can directly communicate data packets to the 911 call centers with relevant information. So just having a call without a 911 operator knowing what it is coming, like who is it, the time is longer. So I think the average is 42 minutes. When you have relevant information, who is this person, authenticated information through a data packet, then their odds are higher. So that's your during a crisis. And then, our platform also integrates something which nobody's doing uh, in the after support. If stuff happens, there are a lot of individuals like singles living in, going on a blind date and everything. There are a lot of incidents happening. They don't have a means to go and find support groups. These groups are there everywhere, but they are not all in one place they can reach out. <clears throat> so we give a platform for after support if there is something it is automatic. You can you can put in information and they, it'll guide the AI system will guide. Hey, here's your optimum support group that you can reach with anonymity and you can talk about your issues to get back on your feet because any safety incident is traumatizing. It comes and haunts you, however small it might be. Uh, it is very traumatizing. So there's the before part. We keep you informed, educated and moving along. And during part, when there is crisis, the SOS through our IoT devices, and then there's the after part. Uh, Describe for us a little bit more about how the SOS part works and how how it knows to summon a 911. Yep. So there are a couple of things. One, it's your example, our Solo Blade. It has a direct connectivity. Uh, there are two versions. One, uh, it connects through your Bluetooth phone. It's always pinging and checking where you are. It knows your location. 
So example, it acts as a flashlight. You're using it as a flashlight. You're walking to your car and it is authenticated. It knows your location where you're going. It knows that uh, there is a situation that you need to keep it on your hand. And you pull your blade for something or standoff. Uh, what it does is it automatically alerts because you have your information already in the app with your relevant information, whatever is required. Example, if you're going to call 911 operator, whatever you're going to give, it is there already stored in the system. And the, the blade knows your location and your app knows your location. And it gives your coordinates uh, as precise as possible where you're located uh, with the relevant information. Who is this person? And that information so, gets so am I pushing a, am I pushing a button to trigger the call to 911? Yes. What yes. am I doing? Yes, it is a button. And just in case you push it false, right? You have 10 seconds to retract back. Still no harm done. You can always go back and revert that back. Say, hey, there was a this is where near misses are captured. So example, our pepper spray uh, is a very intelligent pepper spray. A lot of kids carry pepper spray these days. Uh, that's that's going to be one of our promising commodities out in the market. All these pepper spray out in the market right now, one, they don't know when it expires. So you carry it for two years and when you need it, it doesn't work. Um, it's like your fire extinguisher, right? You have one, if it's not up to date, it's useless. Uh, and the second thing is <clears throat> when you spray a pepper spray, most of the time if there's a small wind gust, you get a, you get a spray of it. Uh, and if you do not know how to use it, you might be uh, incapacitated by your own pepper spray. Another thing is there's no alert and there's no 911 call system. You spray it and then you got to take your phone, you got to call. In our system, everything is combined. So you put your fingerprint authentication. By the way, every device we have is biometrically controlled because it's a single user device. You should be able to use, not the kid uh, in the family who can play with your safety devices or get hurt. So when you're using your pepper spray, authentication happens. And when you push the spray, it is default. So you use the spray, it automatically calls. And for some reason, it was a false alert. You can always go back and cancel it. Uh, but then you put a reason into the app saying, hey, I can't. I was in a situation. What are we doing here? We are capturing near miss, uh, which is not captured currently in the safety world. Factories, we capture near misses, right? A forklift comes in, not hit a barrel, but it is close enough. So what happened? Why is that barrel there? So you document it. That's how we have been reducing the accidents in the factory. Why can't we use the same logic for personal safety? Why do we document only when an incident gets to a crime or somebody gets hurt? If we start, we are doing that through social media, but it is very unstructured. So we are providing a platform starting to gather those near misses through our devices. If you pull the device, it is logging in. It asks you the question, hey, what happened? Most of the time people want to rent it out. So it's a very simple form of answering. So these data come into the AI, AI engine. So that's how we are, we are capturing that um, near misses and connecting those. How do we make this platform intelligent? So describe for us the products that you have developed uh, and their availability and pricing. So it is priced to, say, example, <clears throat> if you look at a phone case, um, there is a wide range. You can pay $80 for a fancy case, or you can buy a $10 one. This one is listed in our website, uh, our uh, VPF marketing is on the call, at $79. Uh, again, the price will start going down as the volume goes up and the technology gets matured. Uh, and it is priced to compete with the uh, wallets, right? So the Apple wallet uh, is priced non-tech, just it sticks to your phone. 
And chances are, someday you're gonna lose it. And now we have a great example. Catherine lost her wallet and it took her a few weeks to get her license back and everything. So we avoid that. So there's a price to pay. Uh, that's the price point for the uh, case. Um, and that is for which, uh, which uh, phones? Uh, this is for the 13 Pro Max. So it's your largest phone. Anything that goes down, the case is going to be going down. The, the iPhone Pro 13. iPhone 13 Max, Pro right. Max. That's the that's the largest and the most expensive phone. Uh, and also, uh, we are targeting that phone because uh, first thing is, if you're paying so much money for your phone, this is this is not an expensive case. Uh, we will be launching our Android case uh, shortly. So uh, within within the second quarter of uh, this year, we will be launching Android, and then we will start going down at some point. Going to a smaller phone, your limitations uh, is if your phone is smaller than your credit card, it, then the case becomes bigger. So at that point, we got to look at the cost of uh, making the product and selling price. But eventually, where we are going with this, we are working on an ASIC. That is a chip that comprises of our technology. We, are, uh, we have nailed how this connectivity works and everything else. All our product, uh, like this blade, it has a lot of technology. Um, our next step is we will be combining all these technology into an ASIC chip that we will be able to use on many platforms. It's the, the beauty of it is everything uses a common technology. We should be able to combine that into a ASIC chip. So that's where the IoT chip comes in. So that's where SoloSecure is going, developing this technology, innovation, putting them in a chip format, so eventually we might be able to license these technology out to other people other than just solo secure product, because the more data come into the system, our system becomes intelligent and it helps people directly. So the other products that you, that you have uh, out? Uh, so we are working on a pepper spray, which, is, uh, which doesn't spray on you. So how it does is that's a patented uh, process that we have developed. So it only goes one direction and uh, it is biometric. At the same time, it, it watches your expiration date. So it's pretty much tells you like, hey, your pepper spray is going out of um, uh, useful life. You need to change it. So that indication all comes through your app. Everything is connected to your app. And then uh, there is a taste, solar taste, which is the same uh, principle. It's biometric. Uh, uh, you have to trigger to operate the taste. Uh, and then of course, uh, a, a stun which is the same concept. All the things use the SOS feature biometric and then trigger. Once you trigger, the SOS goes and you have time to cancel it. And everything so monitors those, your those, pro those products are in development now? They're not it's, it's, electronics is all done. So we are staging the product release. So we don't want to go into the market as a startup. Uh, you got to watch out for your spend and how fast you can move. So we are in the fundraising process for our seed round. So once the seed round is done, so we got to prioritize which one goes out. The case comes out first, actually step back. App comes out first. <clears throat> the app will be out in the store for testing in the next two weeks. So we're gonna be coming with the app for a limited uh, geography for beta testing in February. And then, then on uh, the case comes out because the app connects to the case. And then followed by that, uh, the next product would be the Android for the case and then the blade. Uh, the spray is in line with the blade timing because same electronic, same concept, uh, but the, the mechanisms are different. So by end of this year, we will have um, all our product except the Taze. Uh, Taze has the, the shooting mechanism, which is going to take uh, us into the next uh, next year, first quarter. Uh, but the rest of the product uh, will be available by end of this year.
For more information, where can people go? Uh, it's uh, www.solosecure.com. Uh, that's that's a place you can find all the information uh, and the contact for our marketing team. Uh, and we are on social media. Uh, we are on Facebook, Instagram, uh, as well as LinkedIn. Nate Ramanathan, thank you for taking the time with us. Thanks, Fred. Appreciate it. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio, and that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers. And that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand, without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions, too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC SkyWave SSB. Click on the link at textonation.com.